Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. <clears throat> AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. You're listening to Comedy Central. You're probably aware by now our nation's been embroiled in a long and and bitter war. The first salvo in the war on Christmas. It is. The war on Christmas. The war on Christmas. War on Christmas. War on Christmas. War on Christmas! <laughs> it's not to be confused with Gwar on Christmas. It's a, a tremendous <laughs> Christmas album. Maximus! For years now, Christmas has been under attack, defended only by the brave souls of Fox News. Are they still up to the task? That is the subject of tonight's War on Christmas Friendly Fire edition. <laughs> Let's face facts. The annual Fox War on Christmas uh, has become a little predictable. It's basically, uh, imagine you can make one up with a, like a, a make Fox News Mad Libs. Uh, let's see. So uh, let's see, uh, let's try to do one of these. All right, last week um, in, uh, I need the name of some godless liberal bastion. Santa Monica. Okay, Santa Monica, that'll do. <laughs> Let me just fill in Santa Monica there. And uh, in Santa Monica, a group of, uh, give me the name of a small group of annoying people with incredibly limited control over our culture. Atheists. Okay, atheists will do, that's right. <laughs> Everyone's favorite uncle that lives in Oregon. No one ever sees, you know. So a group of atheists have ruined Christmas by forcing the removal of, I, I need a classic Christmas symbol. Ass. <laughs> that, that's, <laughs> Damn it, Brian, we're trying to do something here. Just go sit in the car. A nativity scene. Thank you, nativity scene. Some people are still grown-ups over there. Okay. All right, so we're done. Let's uh, see if we can put that all together, shall we? Atheists seem to have ended a 60-year-old Christmas tradition in Santa Monica, California. A federal judge backing Santa Monica's decision to no longer allow nativity scenes in a public park. Oh, my God, that is such an out... It's as though the war on Christmas has become a, a rote observance, devoid of all its original spiritual meaning. 
Even its most ardent proponents have seen doubt creep in. Now, a lot of people, for whatever reason, will look at this interview today and they'll say, mm -hmm. Gretchen Carlson and Doreen Costa are nuts. OK, they're so nuts because they think that there's this made up war on Christmas. We're not nuts, it's are we? Nuts. There is a war on no. Christmas. As a general rule, if you're trying to tell whether you and one other person are nuts, ask a third person. Preferably someone outside the asylum. But since you asked the question, am I nuts to think there's a war on Christmas, it's only polite for me to offer you a resounding, yes, you're nuts. Because for whatever annoying local ticky-tack Christmas abolishing story you and your merry band of persecution-seeking researchers can scour the wires to turn up, the rest of us can't swing a dead elf without knocking over an inflatable snow globe or a giant blinking candy cane. For God's sakes, Fox News itself is located in Midtown Manhattan, the epicenter of all that is godless, secular, gay, Jewy, and hellbound. And yet, even here, all around your studio, it looks like Santa's balls exploded. That is, in a, that, is, that is a hypothesis. <laughs> you know, in the old days, before the war on Christmas, the celebration of the birth of Christ lasted a day, like birthdays do. <laughs> and then it seeped into the night before Christmas, the eve, if you will. And then the next thing you know, we were riding this thing all the way to Epiphany. Fine, 12 days. Gave time for lords to leap and geese to lay and partridges to pear and gold to ring and it's just 12 days of servants and poultry whatever <laughs> but it still wasn't enough there's a war on christmas has anyone told thanksgiving because this year black friday aka christmas's opening bell got moved back a day to black thursday or as we used to call it thanksgiving <laughs> christmas is so big now it's eating other holidays. <laughs> Watch your ass, Halloween. You're next. Let me ask you a question. Do atheists land an occasional blow? I guess. Even the Washington generals get lucky once in a while. But when you look at the overall record between the two teams, for God's sakes, there are radio stations that play nothing but Christmas carols. Stores that sell nothing but Christmas decorations all year long. There is a TV channel devoted to a Yule log. <laughs> and it's kicking CNN's ass in the ring. But don't worry. Don't worry, non-log burning channels. There's Christmas programs for you as well. There's old-timey, traditional Christmas programming. Really old-timey, Dickensian Christmas special programming. New-timey, hey, 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 urban Christmas specials. Mormon Christmas specials. Country-Western Christmas specials. Chipmunk Christmas specials. Otter Christmas specials. Bear Christmas specials. Cat Christmas specials. Large-headed child Christmas. Gay Christmas. Jewish Christmas! Whatever the f 
This is Christmas. Christmas underwater. Christmas from the future. Prehistoric Christmas. That's right. There's a Christmas special celebrating Jesus's birth thousands of years before the birth of Jesus. That is a holiday that is not in danger. There is so much Christmas all over the place. It's getting harder for Christmas's defenders to fight for Christmas without accidentally doing damage to it. Which brings us to our friendly fire incident. Watch what happens when our, our good friend Bill O'Reilly <laughs> takes the atheist's bait. What religion is involved with Christmas? What religion? Christianity That's is not the... a religion, that's a philosophy. So you're going to actually tell me on live television that Christianity is not a religion. Correct. It is okay. a philosophy. You and I are going to... No! <laughs> Bill, why? Bill, why? Bill, why? Have you learned nothing from our friendship? <laughs> you just handed that atheist another thing he can't believe. Christianity is a religion. Christianity has a philosophical element, but there is a difference between a philosophy and a religion. For instance, uh, let's look at Socrates and Jesus. <laughs> they have a lot in common, loose-fitting clothing, beards, sandals, teaching through parable, and martyrdom. But here's where we find the distinction between philosophy and religion. After their martyrdom, one of them got better. I'll give, you, I'll give you a hint. It's the one who ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of the Father who will come again in glory to judge the living and the dead, whose kingdom will have no end. Anyone? Anyone? Bueller? Anyone? It's Jesus! No? We bestow one of them tax-exempt status. Why isn't Christianity a religion? Christianity is not an organized religion, a church that can be imposed. Christianity is a philosophy. You don't have to believe Jesus is God in order to admire his view on life. No, but you have to believe Jesus is God to be a Christian. For instance, I like a lot of Jesus's philosophy. Love your neighbor, little cheek turning, stone not casting. It's very nice. But while I can get an A in his philosophy class, I don't get to go to the after party. You get what I'm saying here, Bill? So you want to do this at my place or your place? Because Baruch uh, I'm We'll be right back. AT&T connects an ode to podcasts. Connect the alarm. Change the podcast you stream. Connect the snooze. Ten more minutes to dream. Connect the shower. Lather up with the news. Sports talk, comedians, or movie reviews. Connect with that three-hour philosophy show. Change the drive into work in traffic so slow. Connect the dishes to voices that glow. Thank you to the geniuses of spoken audio. Connect the stories. Change your perspective. Connecting changes everything. AT&T. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. We all know Christmas is everyone's favorite holiday. Everyone's. (laughs) Everyone's. But it is very difficult for even our staunchest defenders of Christmas to keep the spirit of the season when Christmas, its very essence, is under constant siege by... someone? (laughs) Something? It's the subject of our new segment, War on Christmas! <laughs> getting weird. <laughs> Edition. First up, the general Patton of the War on Christmas. There's an even crazier topic out there. Remember this classic Seinfeld moment? Out of that, a new holiday was born. A festivus for the rest of us. No, <laughs> oh, please. That's the classic episode. I mean, the episode was funny, but not festivus. Yes, that episode was funny, but not Festivus, the central comedic conceit of that episode. (laughs) Not funny! Wait, why is Festivus not a holiday for the rest of us? Now a nearly six-foot-tall Festivus pole made from empty beer cans about to go up at the Florida State Capitol. I'm not kidding. It's part of a not-so-subtle protest against the nativity scene already on display there. Who gives a can't, can't you just pretend that it's a, Can't you just pretend it's a place for the wise men to tie up their camels? How about that? I mean, really, you're concerned there's a six-foot Festivus pole made out of beer cans? It's Florida. You're lucky, you're lucky there's not a stripper named Christmas swinging on it. It's... You been to Florida? But I'm, I apologize. I apologize, you're... You're upset. Why do I have to drive around with my kids to look for nativity scenes and be like, oh yeah, kids, look, there's baby Jesus behind the Festivus pole made out of beer cans. It's nuts. (laughs) Yes, that sounds relatively nuts. (laughs) Why are you driving around (laughs) looking for nativity scenes? in the car when you could just bring your kids to where you work, (laughs) where you put a giant nativity scene out on the plaza. (laughs) But as much as I'm used to Gretchen's yearly manger danger warnings, a little surprised to see Megyn Kelly going full Christmas nog. So in Slate, they have a piece uh, on .com. Santa Claus should not be a white man anymore. By the way, for all you kids watching at home, Santa just is white, but this person is just arguing that, that maybe we should, we should also have a black Santa. But, you know, Santa is what he is, and just so you know, we're just debating this because someone wrote about it, kids. just got real. (laughs) Santa is just white. 
And who are you actually talking to? <laughs> Children who are sophisticated enough to be watching a news channel at 10 o'clock at night, yet innocent enough to still believe Santa Claus is real, yet racist enough to be freaked out if he isn't white. Why? That's such a narrow... Yes, West Virginia, there is a Santa Claus. But since we're pretending to debate this, the author seems to have, you know, she's African-American, and she yeah. seems to have real pain at having grown up with this image of a white Santa. Just because it makes you feel uncomfortable doesn't mean it has to change. Actually, I think that's the official slogan of oppression. <laughs> oppression. Just because it makes you feel uncomfortable doesn't mean it has to change. You know what's interesting? That's also the slogan of Arby's. <laughs> I don't know why we do that. They're perfect, perfectly nice people make perfectly nice food. I don't know why we continue to do this. <laughs> now, now, you may wonder why on this news channel they're making assertions of fact about a fictional character. Santa Claus is based on St. Nicholas, who was a, an actual person, a Greek bishop, uh, and was a white man. You can't take facts and then try to change them to fit some sort of a political agenda or a sensitivity agenda. There is so much crazy going on here. So much crazy, I don't even have time to deal with a Fox News pundit saying, you can't take facts and try and change them to fit some kind of political agenda. I can't say that, even though that's all, that's how much crazy is going on here. But what she is suggesting is that you can't just arbitrarily change the facts about the real historical St. Nicholas who was a white man, even though he was from Greece, which is actually Turkey today, and that white man lives at the North Pole and drives a sleigh pulled by flying reindeer. <laughs> but you can't change the facts about it. Of course, the real St. Nicholas was from a part of the world that is now Turkey, and according to forensic scientists who studied research originally commissioned by the Vatican, he probably looked something like this. <laughs> so, who exactly is changing the facts to make themselves more comfortable here? Actual St. Nicholas? Well, my guess is there'd be no Christmas if he looked like that dude, because he's probably still on the no-fly list. <laughs> and then... Things got really weird. Jesus was a white man, too. But, you, you know, it's like we have he was a historical figure. I mean, that's a verifiable fact. I'll give you that Jesus was an historical figure. But you're going to get a little pushback on the white thing. You do know Jesus wasn't born in Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, right? For more, we're joined by our senior Christmas our senior Christmas historical accuracy correspondent, Jessica Williams. Jessica, thank you for welcome to the show. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. Merry, Merry Christmas. 
Well, the big news that I hear out of the whole Jesus is white thing is that Jews are white now. So congratulations, John. But, you know, what about Santa? Do you, do you feel uh, 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 Santa is white? What about people insisting that Santa is white? Oh, John, Santa is white. That's just a fact. It's Miracle on 34th Street, not Miracle on 134th Street. <laughs> the only... The only miracle on 134th Street is that we get to participate at all. Half the time, Santa skips us on his way downtown, just like a taxi cab. <laughs> Here's the thing, Santa is fiction. He's, he's not even real. Hey, hey, man, what the hell are you doing? Hey, kids, <laughs> stop crying. Santa is real as f And he's really white. He's really white. No, but that, Jessica, if we're, if we're talking history here, and that is what they're saying, we're talking fact and, and history. St. Nicholas was from the area of the world that is now Turkey. He, he was not some cherubic uh, Wilford Brimley type. Hey, don't be stupid, John. A swarthy Turkish Santa will make people very uncomfortable. Yes, yes, yes. But that, Megan said, just because you feel uncomfortable, that doesn't mean you should change it. Oh, wait, no. Megan said, if I feel uncomfortable, there's no need to change it. If white people feel uncomfortable, then we have to change it. And then pretend it's the way it's always been. That's how this became this. It works that way for everything. Like how this becomes this. White people don't want to hear jailhouse rock from somebody who'd actually been to jail. Real jail's uncomfortable. Elvis jail is fun. He did, he did. He looked like he was having a great time. Yes. He was dancing. Yes. And... <laughs> right? Yeah. I mean, John, that's how it's done. First you fix history, then you lock that down. Forever. In a vault. Sorry, Santa's not black just because some blogger wishes he was. Just like Meg is not black just because she spells her name creatively. <laughs> Face it, John. There is no way this could be Santa. But why? Now, no very jolly. Why not? Because the moment white folks saw a black man with a big old bag coming down their chimney, it'd be time to grab a gun and stand your ground. Jessica Williams, thank you so much. Thank Merry you. Christmas. Thank you. The holidays are coming up, and that means the start of a decades-old tradition. Desi and I went on location to watch it happen. America has had its share of intractable wars, but Fox News has been tracking one forever war in particular. It's the war on Christmas. The war on Christmas. The war on Christmas. The war on Christmas. And there's no end in sight. Now it feels like the war on Christmas is coming earlier and earlier every year. So we came to the Fox News All-American Christmas Tree Lighting Show to talk to people about how they're surviving the war on Christmas. I don't feel like there's a war on Christmas. You and don't. I think if there was a war on Christmas, Christmas would win. Are you familiar with the war on Christmas? I've heard of it, but I'm, I, I don't really think it's actually a thing, so... Are you serious? Yeah. People can't say Merry Christmas anymore. If I say Merry Christmas to my neighbor ten times in a row, he looks at me like I'm crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that this tree lighting ceremony is so much smaller this year because Fox lost so much money in the Dominion lawsuit? That's very possible, but I haven't really put a lot of thought into that. Are you at all worried that there'll be no tree lighting ceremony next year when Smartmatic comes in and takes the rest of the cash? Not really, no. No? No. So how will people even know it's Christmas outside of those Christmas decorations and those, those. Christmas and those and Christmas the decorations? Rock colors, there's Rockefeller, there's yeah. trees over back there. here, there's a Santa. 
Finally, we spoke to some civilians who truly have experienced the nog of war. Fox has talked a lot about how there is a war on Christmas. I think there is. If I were to say happy holidays, how would that make you feel? I might correct you. <laughs> some people talk about saying happy holidays. Fox is really proud about saying Merry Christmas. They say there's a war on Christmas. There is. There's a war on Christmas? I believe it. Look around you. Look at all the businesses. Look at the corporations that have, you know, not allowed you to say that. I think that people are scared to speak up about their Christianity, about their faith. Sure, there is a war on Christmas, and the group facing the most vitriol, for sure, are Christians. I think so. Um, I do. Christians, specifically? Yes. Right now? I think right now. But is defending Christmas enough to put them on Santa's nice list? Or does St. Nick reconsider when Fox News hosts say things like this? I want to say something about Arab Americans. We've had it with them. Okay, so naughty or nice. Someone at Fox News said, we've had it with them, referencing Arabs in general. No, he's nice. So Jesse Waters would be in the nice, nice category. Maybe because I'm a New Yorker and I'm, you know, pretty, you know, used to stuff. Used to stuff. You know, I've been mugged. You've been mugged? Yeah. And so that's like led to an irrational yeah, fear that you dirty, basically project onto an entire group yeah. of people. Yeah. So. We got the five right here. <laughs> judge Janine. Yes. yes. Naughty or nice? Nice. Nice. I, I love think. the judge. She sees the world. Yes. She can call it as she sees it. Exactly. That lady knows her way around. Exactly. A bar. A bar. <laughs> Naughty or nice, Fox News? Nice. 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 Yes. What about when they lied to the American people about the election results. That's naughty. That's naughty. That is naughty. We can acknowledge that's naughty. But overall, Fox News? Nice. Nice. We all make mistakes. We all yes. make mistakes. Who hasn't threatened the entire nation's nice. trust in democracy? Or 91. Right. We finally arrived at the moment to declare mission accomplished on the war on Christmas. Until next year. Explore more shows from the Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central, and stream full episodes anytime on Paramount Plus. This has been a Comedy Central podcast. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm late. I'm late. Very important date. Time is running out to score adult theme park tickets at child prices from Undercover Tourist. This summer, make your Walt Disney World vacation more affordable than ever. Escape into a place where magic has the power to transport you into stunning worlds and your favorite stories for less. Buy from Undercover Tourist, an authorized seller, and link to official Walt Disney World apps so you can add on Genie Plus and Lightning Lane upgrades easy. Book your adult theme park tickets at child prices with Undercover Tourist now and save. UndercoverTourist.com. Come.